Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello, it's episode seven of the WP Builds podcast with me, Nathan Wrigley from pictureandword.co.uk. And uh, as always, I'm joined by David Wormsley. Hi, David. Hello. It's nice to be here. Yeah. And I'm by the beach. Yeah. Well, David, until about 10 minutes ago when we were doing the recording, David was sat in his um, in his home. And uh, and then suddenly a sort of a party started up, as you may well may or may not know. He's in India and a party started up next door. And so that kind of went away. And then what happened? <laughs> <laughs> and then someone decided they were going to do up their flats. So circular saws came out and hammering went on. So, yeah, so it's a good, good chance to get to the beach. Yeah. And he just videoed, just sent me some video of where he's actually sat. And it's idyllic. There are sort of like deck chairs and a lovely beach. And it's 40 degrees, sorry, 30 degrees centigrade there. And it's two degrees centigrade here at some point this conversation is going to align we're going to be in the summer and you're going to be in some sort of um you know time when it's not the summer but it's neither cold and we'll probably both be able to say oh it's about 25 degrees and then i shall return into the winter but nevertheless um glad to see you and um it's been christmas since we last spoke um and something quite exciting for you has happened since we last spoke you've been uh, you've been kind of given the uh, the the honorable title of beaver Builder of the Year or Beaver of the Year. I don't know what it is. <laughs> well done, David. That's for your contributions in the Facebook Beaver Builder group over the last I'm year. Delighted by it. It's so exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. I mean, I think really it does. It is well deserved. There were a few names that came up who also probably really did deserve mentioning as well. But I think it's fair to say that you have been the outstanding contributor this year. And so so well done. You get yourself a free a free license of whatever you're currently on. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's great. Really embarrassing as well because, you know, we're Brits and we're kind of self-effacing, aren't we? So we... Yes. <laughs> Yes, we can't we can't cope with attention really. No, it's uh, yeah, it's it's dreadful. But <laughs> what, no, seriously, well done. Um, speaking of Beaver Builder, we have some exciting news to announce because in our last episode, the pre pre Christmas episode, where we had Justin and Robbie from the Beaver Builder crew on the on the line, we we managed to persuade them, or actually there was no persuasion needed. They were very very generous. They offered some prizes and there are some prizes being given out at the end of this podcast. So stick around um, and you will potentially find out whether you were the one of the one of the lucky winners of some swag or some beaver licenses or some discounts on some beaver licenses. Anyway, well worth having. And again, thank you to Robbie and Justin for providing those. That's really kind. Um, I guess the next thing would be just very, very briefly some news. It's been very slow this uh, last couple of weeks because we've had the Christmas period and pretty much everybody's ground to a halt. But a couple of pieces of news. The first one is the Beaver Builder crew have actually put forward and um, kind of brought live Area 51 of the new Beaver Builder forum. It's based upon the Stack Exchange platform. And it's really kind of not functional as a as a forum at the minute. They're just testing it out. And I think the, the procedure is that Stack Exchange want to see if it's worthy of turning from a beta into an alpha or sorry, from a beta into a sort of like live site. So at the minute, if you go over there, I don't know what the URL is, to be honest, but if you go onto the Beaver Builder Facebook group, you'll find it. You, can, you can't really contribute, but you could ask some questions and, and thereby sort of make the project more likely to happen. Have you been in there, David? 
Yeah, I've asked a few questions. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, what else have we got? Uh, there's a new WP, well, WordPress.org website. We have both been typically kind of uh, unimpressed by it. They've made a bit of an effort to sort of modernize it. It was looking very, very old. It was looking sort of like 2007, something like that. Um, it's live. You can go and check it out. There's not a great deal I want to say about that unless you've got something to say. Nope, nothing. No. Okay, last one then. Um, WP for like the 4,000th year in a row has been named <laughs> CMS of the year. I'm not 100% sure who it is exactly who makes these kind of announcements. I think in this case it's talkmag.io who've uh, decided that for the seventh year uh, in a row, yeah. um, WP or WordPress has been named uh, CMS of the year. I don't know exactly what that means or why it's been decided, but there's plenty of stiff competition. My guess is it's down to ease of use and the amount of people who are using it. But there we are, the news in a nutshell. Mm. So brilliant. Okay, so should we kick off on the main section then? Yeah, so we we decided, didn't we, before. We did our last, no, the, the episode before our party one uh, was about how we can make uh, a bit of an income from the businesses we do as web developers, extra things. So we decided we were going to look at some of these in more detail and probably the one that gets talked about a lot, certainly in the Beaver Builder Facebook group, is care plans. So I thought we were going to do this episode really, I guess, for anyone who hasn't got a care plan and is thinking how they're going to start, how they're going to price it, what they're going to include and that kind of stuff. So we're trying to make it a how-to start up a care plan as yeah. best as we can. I think this is really a useful episode. You know, there's actually some takeaways from it rather than us just waffling on. Um, I remember a few years ago when I was presented with this problem, I found it very difficult to decide what I was going to include, what was actually worth something to a potential client. And I've decided upon what I think is useful based upon the tools that I've got and the plugins that I've managed to acquire over the years. Um, but it's it, my model's quite different to yours. We've got some things that we both do. We've got some things that probably neither of us do. And equally, we've got some things that one of us do and the other one doesn't. So um, maybe the best thing to do is just to sort of say what a care plan is um, and why you might need it if you're in the business of designing websites for people. Hmm. Well, we, we have a different view, don't we? I mean, first thing I must say about mine is mine's only really been running for effectively a year. I kind of started it 18 months ago and it still only has a few customers. So I'm still learning about what I want to include in a care plan. But I've got, I think, a slightly different direction to you in the sense that I started it knowing I wanted this to be effectively a passive income. I wanted it to be something that could run in my absence um, and be almost... 90% sort of automated mm. so that's that's the way I've gone with setting mine up the, I, think, the, the, I think that's a really nice approach, mine's much more hands on I think than yours is, sorry sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt <clears throat> no I, I, yeah yours is more going for the recurring income isn't it and I, I noticed when we had a few debates going on about this topic that uh, there was people in the Beaver Builder forum again they were talking about uh, the pricing and it was very difficult to understand it in context because there were obviously some people who had taken my view where they wanted it to sort of run without too much time being put into it and were pricing low and some others who were pricing much higher but expected to give the client more of their time yeah I've gone for the I'm, I mean mine 
really I've got a whole bunch of tiers which I'll talk about later but yeah I think mine are certainly more expensive than yours but I do I do commit um, at the more expensive tiers to giving actual one-to-one time over Skype um, in order to sort of justify the cost of that but I suppose that the principle really is that whichever way you take it whether it's passive or recurring um, labor intensive or automated the idea is that you offer something to your customer whereby they can see the value in paying monthly or yearly for a service which gives their website some stability some um, notion of security that they're paying for something in addition to you building the website um, and that allows you to to have recurring revenue and to keep contact with the client. And rather than just handing over the site when you finish the initial build, there's some more money to be generated uh, periodically, which I think really, at the end of the day, that's the sort of the holy grail of the web developer is to not just build sites and then move on to the next one, is to make a long-term relationship with people and um, and have some recurring revenue so that there's a bit of stability in the periods of the year where perhaps the business isn't isn't all about building websites perhaps there aren't some new leads coming through so yeah do you want to kick us mm. off then tell us what exactly you offer and how it works and then I'll chip in when you've entirely finished and tell you how mine is and then we could talk about how different they are yeah great idea um okay so my plan um is quite cheap i guess i charge by the year at the moment and it's set at well, I'm doing it in pounds, so it's 240 a year, which equates to roughly 300 US dollars. And there's no hosting with my package. I have a separate package, but actually no one's taking that up. So that's something to push later. And I've also given people discounts. So I noticed there were some people who charged a lot less. Well, even if I cut this in half, I can still make a profit for the time that I put into it so I could be doing that at 10 pounds a month you know or mm. sort of 15 dollars mm. uh, but yeah as I said the aim was to keep it automated and what it includes is it I use a, a tool called main WP uh, which is a open source project so it's on the WordPress repository and I bought the bundle that goes with it which is a premium bundle where it has lots of add-ons so it takes care of most things so it does my updates for one singular install a WordPress install for all of the sites I assign to it and it does my backups as well it does repairs I uh, sorry I do repairs which is a separate thing to to updates um, the main WP also does uptime monitoring via uptime robot, which is also free up to 50 accounts. Mm. Um, and it takes care of all the other things like security. So what the client gets is all these automated services like updates, backups, monitoring, security. And they get, we have a baby in the background. Do you pick that up? Uh, a little bit, but it's fine. It's really not a problem. I think we all understand that you've, you know, you've had to move somewhere and we'll, we'll cope with whatever noise occurs. <laughs> okay. And I also do a monthly report with that. But as I say, most of it's about maintaining their site. So when it comes to repairs, I will only cover things that happen as a result of um things that have gone wrong with the updates so the software itself if there's any conflicts i will fix those but i don't offer any time at all to fix problems that they may have with the site because they've chose their own software so that's how my system runs and the idea really this only can run with these sort of basic things if i make sure that i'm only serving clients who are 
actually using the software that I choose for them. So it's with this is not a product that I could put out there for anybody because I couldn't handle looking after all of the different software that there is for WordPress. So it really sticks with stuff that I know right. and that I find viable. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, and that's pretty much all there is on it. Have you got any questions that you want to ask me? Just well, something um, came to mind. Um, I've forgotten what it was now. I'll tell you what. If if I remember what it was that you said a moment ago that made me pause for thought, um, I'll I'll get back to you on that. But shall I describe what I do now? Mm, please. Yeah. So mine's quite different. In that, for a start, I think mine's far higher in price. Um, I've got five things that I offer. Um, they are hosting as a sort of standalone thing, which includes email um, hosting as well as hosting of a website. And I charge a standard fixed fee per month for that. And then I've got four um, Olympically sort of titled care plans, bronze, silver, gold and platinum. Um, <laughs> and the idea of this really came from my time in the WP Elevation Group, where this was... This was a big part of the blueprint course that they have. Um, in other words, once you've built the site and you've done all of that, you've, you've got to generate revenue beyond that. And, and this is a fairly um, recurring passive-ish way of doing it. So essentially, um, once the site has been built, I then email the client. And I, I, guess, I guess there is a little bit of fear involved uh, in this, in that I'm basically trying to explain to the client at the point of handoff that the site is obviously going to be important to your business. You need to um, you need to understand that all software is completely vulnerable. There's no way that we can guarantee that it's going to be um, impregnable to attack or not have any problems with it in the years coming forward. So you need to be proactive. Um, and you can do that either by updating it all yourself and taking that responsibility on, or you can hand that to us. And then at that point, the conversation opens up and, you know, generally speaking, it's, well, okay, so what do you do? And um, what, what I try to emphasize really is that if you buy into our care plan, you're, you're buying really peace of mind. You're getting things updated and you're getting that sort of, it's a bit like an insurance policy, really. You're getting that, that ability to sleep calm at night and know that this part of your business is, is taken care of. Obviously, for a, a very tiny business, you know, who are selling virtually nothing or if it's just a brochure site, this stuff's probably not that important. But if there's e-commerce thrown in there or it's mission critical that your contact form is available, then th these kind of things start to mean something to the client because they don't want the site to go down and they do want to ensure that it's... um you know that it's there 24 7 and there's been a lot of high profile news recently about hacking and things going wrong so it's very easy these days to explain to the client um you know how things might be might go wrong so essentially my my cheapest plan i offer um weekly backups um, and I use, um, I, I've got a real battery of stuff going on. Because I run my own servers, I do server backups. So they're FTP'd to a, a different um, server. So they're stored in a different location. But then I also use um, Backup Body, the plugin. And then that gets stored in um, Google Drive, which then also backs up to my home computer, which then backs up to a, a, um, a service called Spider Oak, which is kind of like a... Um, it's a place where I store things on a very permanent basis. Once they're in Spider Oak, because of the nature of my account, they're there forever. And even if I delete them off my drive, I've still got them in perpetuity. So I've got a constant supply of backups. And I do those weekly. Um, and then 
I, I offer uptime monitoring. This is my bronze plan. I don't know if I said that. So I'll uh, I use uptime robot again. Although the iTheme Sync Pro package, which I also subscribe to, they offer this sort of same service. Um, I don't allow people to talk to me via email um, for support. So what I say is, these people on this plan, they will get a response within two to three working days. Um, and I also give them a 30-minute session every month where I um, talk to them on the phone and we'll happily discuss any problems. And that, that's not just problems. It could be they want me to input something for them or generate some content. So that's the, that's the sort of basic plan. Above and beyond that, um, if, if they pay a little bit more and go into the silver plan, I, I offer them daily backups instead of weekly backups. And that, that, that's quite compelling. I also um, say that I will apply security um, plugins to the site. And I don't really go into the detail on that, but I use a mixture of WordFence sometimes. And I also use iTheme security. And I also use um, various other plugins to harden and you know mess about with the server basically to make it a little bit more resilient um what else do i do there oh my response time goes down to one to two working days i also at that point throw in video user manuals support so i put video user manuals in so that the client can see um, how to use wordpress and they've also got a set of beaver builder videos which hopefully will get updated when 2.0 comes around and they also get one um, session with me Moving on to my most popular one, if you like, the plan that I try to push most, because really the idea here is this particular plan, the gold one, as I call it, is the best value for me and for them. It's got the most, um, it generates the most profit for me, but it's also the most automated. Um, so this is the sweet spot for me. Um, what else do I throw into there? I throw in quicker um, support requests. I throw in the ability for me to create email marketing campaigns for them. Instead of doing one session a month, I do two sessions a month. And I also do unlimited 30-minute tasks. Uh, that really I've put in. I, I was experimenting with that to see if anybody would take me up on it. And literally nobody ever, <laughs> ever asked me to do these unlimited email tasks. So I put it in there. Um, unlimited 30-minute tasks and literally never gets used. So I've, I've kept that in there. And then finally, I've got this one priced really highly. It's called Platinum. And the, really, the idea of this was to was to make the gold one seem more attractive. Um, I, have, yes. I have virtually nobody ever interested in this one. But the principle is, here's the most expensive one. Well, okay, we can't afford that. What about if we go for this gold one instead? It's, it's a sort of marketing tactic a little bit really but if people sign up for it i certainly you know go for it the difference there is that i offer um same day response on emails i'll do um i'll do more email marketing campaigns i'll do three sessions on the phone with them for half an hour every month um, and then i'll also come to their if they're local i'll actually go to their office once a month and sit with them and do various things and as i've got loads of local clients that that might be something that's compelling so I've been gassing on for absolutely ages there, but that's, yeah, that's what questions. I do. What was the gold? What was the? How much was the gold? So month? the gold one is two nine nine pounds per month. Okay. Yeah. So it it is quite expensive, um, certainly compared to your. You know what was yours? Yours was one. Sorry, two forty a year. So my yes. monthly rate for that one is more than your yearly rate. But there is yeah. quite a lot of um, there is quite a lot of work involved in that one. If people sign up for it, I do I do commit to getting in there, actually updating things personally, 
checking the updates on all the plugins, checking that everything's running smoothly. I do speak to them on the phone. I give up an, at least one hour of my time personally each week, which has got to be organized and coordinated. And I do them email marketing campaigns, which can take quite a few hours if, they, if they're quite needy. So it's it sounds like it'd be very profitable. It, it is good, but um, but it's not it's not automated in any way like yours. There's a, an awful lot of human contact there. Yeah. I mean, a lot's going to do with to, to do with the client you're going to have and their kind of budgets as well. And yes. largely, I'm, I'm, I mean, the, the plan I've presently got and roughly described isn't the plan I'm hoping to have because I'm setting up a separate business for next year where there will only be the option for those people to come in with hosting as well. So it's going to be around the 35 pound mark. So I guess that's a kind of $40, $45, something mm. like that a month, mm. a month. <clears throat> and it's the same kind of deal, but they'll just get the hosting with it. Uh, what, what kind of issues have you had? What's been the problem with what you set up? One of the big problems that I've had, and I still don't really have a solution, is is organising my actual time. So I commit to um, giving these customers these slots each week. And I've tried various systems. I've tried uh, a few WordPress plugins to sort of like sync with my calendar and offer appointments. I've tried a service called Calendly. Um, which is a, mm. an online sort of software as a service solution, but my my problem is is organising real meetings. Um, so, for example, tomorrow I'm off out to go and meet a client, a, a new potential client, and I've got to remember to block that time out so that nobody can make an appointment. So it's just little little things like that that go wrong. Also, because I commit to updating all the plugins personally if anything does go wrong in the updates then i do have to fix that and because i've had so little trouble um in the past i don't really have i don't really do um a staging environment for little updates of plugins i would do a staging environment probably for wordpress core updates but what what i tend to do is i tend to most of my websites have the same array of plugins or very similar. So I'll go in and I'll I'll update a couple of websites, having backed them up moments before. Um, and But if anything does go wrong, I then, my package, I will honour fixing it. It's absolutely my responsibility. So that's bitten me a few times. I've had to fix things before I've been able to sort of step away. Um, but I think really the it's it's the organizing of my calendar that's that's caused the most problems and but but i still think it's it's a good system for me i, I do like contacting them plus it keeps me keeps me engaged with them and it keeps me talking to them and you know they're they're aware that i'm here yeah yeah no i found it interesting i mean i just sort of started really from the viewpoint that i wanted to go as i said for that kind of passive thing so it didn't involve me uh, the only thing that worries me and that's why i'm quite happy to forego the, the bigger cost is because I, I don't want them to contact me. I don't want to have my time per month taken up doing this or, or that they expect that they've got access to me, mm. you know? Yeah, I, I know exactly. That's it. That is a big problem. And I, I commit to giving them half an hour or an hour or an hour and a half, depending on what they pay a month and an organ because it's just me and there's nobody else. I've got a support ticket system, so that's quite good for just dealing with the support tickets. And But I have to manually see what the response time is. So if I get an email coming in, I have to manually go through the accounts and sort of look, okay, what level are they on? 
Whereas probably there's some hosted service that I could use that would automate all that and tell me you've got two days to answer this ticket or something, but I, I don't employ any of that sort of stuff. But you're right, it is a faff. that There is a, a lot of hands-on time, but it it works for me mainly, I think. So when are you yeah. launching your one then? Is that destined to come out next year? Yeah, well, when I get my whole system, which needs explaining, really, I keep uh, talking about it in a way. But, you know, the idea is that I'm going to do something very similar to uh, the one day webs, but a longer period of time. Mm. And the and the folks who come via that method will come through a free course, which will give them some idea about how they would go about thinking about setting up their site and setting their um, goals for that site. Yeah. So they come, if you like, ready. We build them the site and then they've got the option still to either take that away or to have us host it and the idea behind all of this is to as a bit of a sweetener because when you were describing the issue of having to explain to a client why they might need it and it's an insurance policy the insurance policy method kind of works but it, it works on fear doesn't it in yes. a way you you have to hope that they buy into it so i was hoping to sweeten this whole process by offering them the we'll build the website for them route uh, but we'll also do you a big discount if you come on the early stage before they even start it we put that there'll be a discount for actually building it because we'd rather look after your site because our experience is if you're on a platform like wordpress it will need updating and people are aware so try and get that message in early and not to kind of stick it at the end i don't know when you bring the well, care plan in yeah what i do is in my in my proposal that I yeah. offer before we go ahead and agree on the actual website. I, I mention it several times. It's mentioned and there's links to my page where I mention it. But I don't really start to discuss it in general. If the client comes back and say, what's all this? Then I'll talk about it. But usually it's at the point where I'm 90% built, where I'm kind of at the point of getting the client to really look at it carefully and see if everything's as, as they like it. Um, so I don't, I don't, do what you're doing but i think that's a really interesting idea because um if i could get people to sign up before um i start building the site and have that clarity that that's what they're going to do i would be more than happy to to win more proposals with cheaper prices if i knew that there was going to be recurring revenue going forward so i think that's a really interesting twist and it's something that i might start doing in other words, I'll slash, I don't know, 40, 50, 20, whatever percent off this bill if you commit to, what, a year or two years of my care plans afterwards. That's a really good idea. Yeah, it's still one I'm thinking about because there's two ways of doing it and I'm still not quite sure which way I'm falling on. Whether, whether they get the same price but they get in a free amount of our service and they just stick with it because they're on the recurring or whether to actually literally discount it and say you know you buy into this kind of scheme from the beginning and it seems to make more sense then it's they just, get their cost. it's kind of like the machinations of um automating that as well isn't it you've got to come up with a system whereby if they subscribe early they get a discount and how long does that discount last and so on and so forth it's just it's just a question of tweaking it isn't it and working out what over time is most beneficial to your business my system absolutely needs me to build them a website it doesn't it doesn't cope with oh come along and just i'll look after your your old website because i don't have a process of promoting that whereas yours is going to be entirely you know yours could be sold on quite separately by the sounds of it 
Yeah, I think, well, it's an, you know, it's an idea at the moment. Mm. It's still got to happen. I mean, mm. the way I do it at the moment is bad. You, you're, you're well ahead of me on this. You've got a system that works and generates a reasonable income for it. And I don't, you know, so I'm solving my own problem with ideas at the moment, which have got to come to fruition. But I do think, you know, I've looked at the process and I thought I really want to educate clients beforehand before I even talk to them. So yep. the idea of offering a free course, which is really selling them help to build their own website in a way but i will from that lead that on to well why not get us to build it and save yourself all the headache of right. trying to do it yourself yeah that's for a interesting. Set of time and also within that same tutorial go look here's the problem with running a, a cms things need to be updated did there's benefits because of course you get all the new stuff that comes to your website with those updates but of course there's responsibility so why not also start the so the idea is that before i've ever spoken to somebody they're kind of as almost as clued up as me about how these things tend to pan out yes before i have that first conversation then i can offer them the right product for them and if they've done my course and they want to go and buy beaver builder and do it for themselves that's fine but hopefully I persuaded them they might just save themselves a lot of time by booking us for a few days. Yeah, that's really interesting because I basically never get a client who's um, a sort of self-starter website builder. I, I've I've really yet to have one who's come to me and said, look, I've started with WordPress and it's gone wrong. Please, can you help me out? It's always somebody who is very much tied up in their own business. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know, it might be an estate agent or something. And really, they're, they've got no interest in building a website. They just want a website, whereas yours yes. is, is really a different target market. It'd be interesting to see how you go about finding those people and um, how you, you know, how you locate them and attract them to your offer. That's that's interesting. I'll tell you one of the things that's gone wrong for me as well. No, not, not gone wrong, but causes me headaches is the fact that I do the hosting. I know that you said a moment ago that you're going to take care of the hosting. Well, I, we, we sort of run our own servers and, um, and, and at times that can be a little bit stressful and we do email hosting and all that kind of thing. And, I, and I'm thinking of moving away um, from that model and going to a, a, a managed service like I think you know there's loads out there isn't there you know um, tons and tons of hosting companies maybe that's something that I'll look at in the future but um, it's things like email hosting has just the capacity to go completely wrong um, so I might I might change that a little bit in the past and then we also had a conversation didn't we about the kind of plugins and infrastructure that we use I know that you've mentioned main WP um, mm. I've got a, a whole slew of products that I've bought over the years, some of which I've ended up just becoming coming to rely on. Um, I like Corey Miller's iThemes products a lot. So I use I use Backup Body. I use um, Sync Pro, which is a system whereby you can go into a, a an online dashboard. It's not self-hosted. You, you go to iThemes.com forward slash sync or something like that. I can't remember. Um, and you can click a button and update all of your sites at once. I use their, if you pay for the Sync Pro, you also get reporting. So you can send clients reports each month. And I think that's quite powerful because it just gives the clients a little bit of a, each month it checks in with them and says, look, we've done this. Your site's been saved from hacking th three, four, seven times, whatever. And we've updated seven plugins and, and there's been 602 comments and whatever. It does all that kind of stuff as well. So I'm very much into the iThemes thing. I use WordFence on a few sites but since their pricing has gone up I, I might not use that quite so much um, um, yeah so those are the kind of things that, that I use 
Yeah. Well, for me, when I was looking into it, main WP had only just been out. So I guess it's probably about two years that it's been out. And it's, as I said, it was a, an open source project. So you can get it from the repository and you buy the bundles. So it's a premium add-on. So they, they've got a lot of value. And I liked it because it was this one-off purchase. But of course, it's a gamble because there are services that have been around like Manage WP, which are very popular and just acquired now by GoDaddy, mm. that that were probably used more by professional services who do care plans. But yeah, main WP so far has been really good. Tons of add-ons and, and, and it's really cheap. You know, once I bought it once, I, there's no cost for me there. And if I throw in free plugins, so uptime monitor free up to 50 accounts, there's a plugin that goes with that, that does that. I can use the free word threads. I can use, um, what else is there in this one? lot of fr- oh yes of course the backups are done via um is it updraft updraft that's what i was looking yep. for so i have backup buddy on their local site so if if customers want to back up their own they can do that with backup buddy but updraft is what i use to go to amazon you know yes uh, s3 yeah mm. yeah that's fascinating i mean really we've got very very different approaches haven't we and yet hopefully they'll both be um you know, profitable into the future. You've written down a couple of really interesting services, this Backtrack.io and WP Boom. Do you want to explain what they do? Because I think this is novel. I've never heard of these before. Yeah, well, these are kind of new services. Maybe they're both about a year old now. I looked at them when they first came out because I thought, well, that's another automated thing. What it does, both of these services are very similar. They And there, there are some free plans, but you can only put like, I think, three websites on them three domains uh, for the free plan but what it does is it takes a snapshot of the different web pages you have and sends you an email report telling you whether there has been any changes between those pages so you get a snapshot and it shows you the difference between the page last week and this week or whatever it's set to so you can kind of tell if your updates have screwed things up so if you haven't made any updates to a certain page uh, but you have done your updates and things are out of line it will just show you how the, out of line they are and i just I've... think that's f- phenomenally clever um i love the idea of that because i go in and manually change like i said i change a few and then go and i browse around on the site and go to a few pages like the contact form the home page the blog and so on and then i look for problems um but it would be interesting to automate that in other words in my case i would go to iThemes sync pro click the update on them all, hope for the best, and then wait for the emails from backtrack.io to come in if things have gone wrong. Yeah, it's wonderful, really cool. Yeah, you see, but there's an example of how you spend more time than I do because I rarely check their sites. I mean, this is, I guess, why I'm, and we both are quite particular about what plugins we will use on Mm. our sites Mm. because we want to rely on them. So I'm usually working on the basis that any site I'm working on has got the same plugins so a present site I'm working on will have the same plugins as those other sites so when I've done an update there if I see an issue I'm expecting to find that on the other sites and we'll go looking for it but otherwise I won't look at all this this brings to mind another question which is um you know what do you allow customers to do within the confines of your care plan and what will you fix so as an example 
do you allow them to or will you allow them to uh, up, upload any plugin and do anything to the site and and do you take responsibility for that um and, and another thing is licensing you know i've had a few clients move away from me and and they've sort of taken their let's say word fence license and assumed that they could use that somewhere else and I've had to be quite clear that the contract says no, you can't. You, you, that's that license is just sort of rented from me, if you like. But the idea of um, allowing them to have their own plugins, what, you, what are you going to do about that? Um, I don't really allow it. I've never been explicit about it. I think I've written something here. As I say, I've not got that many customers really mm. to end up with a, a, an issue to really cover this. But uh, uh, yeah, I I would stop them from I, I mean hopefully they would ask advice if they wanted to put in the new plugin and with my type of client it's very unlikely that they're going to research a new plugin to put in yeah. and do that so, yeah so it's not it's a non-issue at the moment but I, I would restrict it or you know it's fine if it's a plugin I know and I know it's reliable and I use it anyway no issue but if it's not it's outside of what I want to do so yeah I wouldn't cover it it's interesting because if your new customer um, for this service is going to be the sort of like the type of person who has explored WordPress themselves. I wonder mm. if I wonder if you will find more of that people who just have been exploring WordPress and looking for the latest free, greatest free plugin. You might get a few of those, and you might need to uh, yeah switch them off a few of them and put them onto the more reliable ones instead. Yeah, well, actually, I mean, one thing I didn't cover really in that, even though I said about the free course and I'm allowing people, if you like, to go off and do it for themselves, I still am aiming for people who I, I'm not quite sure I'm wording my course and this is going to be really tricky, but I'm still going to try and market it at the same people I normally have, which are your local business people, often trades people who want someone to build them a website. I'm still marketing it at them. It's just that the course wants to line up their options so I seem like more value so it's saying you can do it for yourself you know so if they're thinking about Wix or Weebly or any of those kind of things I've covered the objection to yes. those people so I'm still aiming for the same client who will come to somebody to build their website so hopefully it, it will follow through but mm. the only reason why I say you can do it yourself is that I wanted to if you like align the value of my services up against Wix and Weebly, uh, Weebly and those kind of things. That's that's really the only reason I mentioned that. Yeah, I think that's important because they are becoming more and more um, elephants in the room, aren't they? And hopefully yeah. over time, we're gonna uh, WordPress as a as a community will be able to kind of deal with those threats and and make it obvious what the benefit of using an open source solution is. Would you say that we've done care plans then? Probably. There was a few other things, actually. You mentioned something which reminded me of something I didn't cover, which was I do actually have a different charge for um, WooCommerce. Ah. So I increased, I increased the cost because of what you were talking about, staging environments. Yes. With WooCommerce, I need to do that. And with the others, I don't. Yes, I understand. So is this at the point of updating, you mean? Or is this at the point of creating and fiddling and altering and... Yeah, no, so the you know, so each major release of WooCommerce, yes, well, in my experience, has broken stuff. So yes. uh, I need to put that on a staging environment where the other plugins I use haven't. So I I put up the price for that, you know. I think that makes uh, sense because there's an inevitable, inevitable chance that that's going to go wrong, isn't there? And so you you do need to uh, you do need to sort of watch your back a little bit more. And if it's I mean, I don't really know how often WooCommerce updates its sort of core offering, 
But if it's, you know, something that's going to break things, quite likely to break things, then I think your increased monthly fee is well worth it. Yeah, absolutely. It's about twice a year that you'll get a major mm, update. Yeah. And that could increase. And most times it's needed a, a staging environment um, to do that properly. Mm. So uh, uh, typically with with WooCommerce sites I've done, there's been some modification to some of the files, you know, added to the child theme. Mm. And and they will break quite often. Yes, so. yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the, it's the business we're in, isn't it? Kind of firefighting <laughs> constantly and often. Oh, well, that's good. So shall we wrap up the actual thought talk yeah. about uh, care plans there just out of interest um i'd be really keen for this conversation to carry on um you know what do you do i'm talking to the customers sorry not the customers i'm talking to the people that are listening to this now you know what what do you do what what have we said that doesn't make sense is there anything that we've said that sort of rings true or um anything that we've said that you would like to talk to us about or i, I don't know really i'm just sort of saying it's really nice when these conversations carry on and we can interject yeah. so either use the the comments underneath this um podcast on the wp.com website or you could find us very often in the beaver builder facebook group um but yeah please carry on with this this is great and then of course we're now going to hand over to david for the the sort of grand finale if you like <laughs> yeah so we're going to pull out our prizes from our christmas special when we talk to the beaver builder folks and we've got five prizes they've given us so the we'll start backwards so we've got five and we'll start with the fifth and the fourth so whoever my wife pulls out of a little bag of names so i've collected all of the people who gave us our special phrase which was a remember beavers not just for christmas so all <laughs> of the people who said that in the facebook group their names have been added into a little bag and my wife's going to pull them out so we start from number five you can hear the rustling here. Yeah, it's so real. Can... It's totally authentic. <laughs> I know. I was wondering about this. How am I going to persuade people that I haven't fixed this? But there's just no way, is there? I was thinking we could do an SQL query. <laughs> okay. okay, so the first one to be pulled out, which means that she's going to get a sticker pack. So I must also add that we're not 100% clear on how these prizes work out, as you'll see out. But we're getting a sticker pack for the fifth person, which is Sarah Fernandez. I think Fernandez. Fernandez. Oh, I know her. She's also known as Wonderbird Pointy Shoes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, very you know? nice. Some some swag coming your way. Okay, so actually, I better say, so anyone who's getting these stickers here, so fifth and fourth, part, that if you can PM me on my Facebook and give me your address, that would be really helpful. But I'll come chasing you anyway. Okay, so fourth place. Fourth yeah, place. we need a drum roll for oh, this. Okay. Really. Hey. <laughs> okay, Yes and Med. Okay. I hope I say this right. This terrible with his name, Payas. Ah, I know, I know, Payas. I recognise that name as well. So same thing. A, a bunch of Beaver Builder stickers. Yep. So Great. I'll need their address again for this one. As I was hoping he was getting a bigger prize, actually, to be honest. <laughs> no favouritism or anything. <laughs> uh, only because he was so keen and he took such part in it. Yes. You know. Oh, well. Well, that's the way it goes. So, Dirk G. Dirk G. Well, you mentioned a friend of ours, is she? Evers. There's only one Dirk G in that group. Yes. We yes. had to say her name. Yeah, fantastic. So, she's... What is that? Is that third place? That's, that's third now, yeah. Place. So we need to explain this one, which is that the, 
the people who are in third and second place, they are getting 25% off on their, I guess, renewal license. So anything they put in the cart for next year will be 25% off. Yeah, it's, a little bit, of it's been a little bit difficult for us to decipher what that means. Robbie and Justin have been very generous with these prizes and they've said 25% off. Of course, it occurred to us after the event that um, probably most of you have got a Beaver Builder license already of some kind. So it's a little bit unclear um, exactly what that means. Um, I presumed if you don't have a Beaver Builder license, maybe it's 25% off the full cost, or maybe it's 25% off after your, you know, or, or your renewal, or uh, we don't really know, but perhaps that's yeah. one for us to confirm and when we give these prizes out and an email directly. But uh, anyway, so Dirk Joe, well done. Yay! Yeah, we'll assume that it's 25% off whatever she has to pay. So if she's got a 40% off, it's going to be another 25% off that figure. Yeah, Sounds like I think... a reasonable assumption. Yeah. So, second place. So this is another 25% here, and it's to Michael Kemp. Hooray! Michael Kemp. 25% off your renewed or brand new Beaver Builder license. That can't be bad. Yeah. So that leaves us with first place and the first place prize is totally cool yeah this is a oh oh well you're just you're sorry my wife is getting ahead of herself <laughs> so this is one year isn't it uh this is a uh well we said pro license didn't we yes, before we did. but I, we're assuming aren't we here that it's going to go to somebody who's got a license and they will get next year i guess for free so it's a pro license for a year mm -hmm. and who is it well, just found out this is a really good one. Yes, go, go, no, 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 take it. You, my wife's already pulled it already. And it is Davinda Singh. Oh! Yay! Yay, that's totally, that's a great result because he contributes loads. Oh, sorry, I'm not implying that everybody else doesn't, but he really does contribute rather a lot, and, uh, and that's great. I know, and that was completely... We did fix it, honestly. Oh, that's marvellous. So we have our prizes. We will write um, in the Facebook group to those individuals and probably put it in the you know the section under the WP Builds podcast. So congratulations. Well done. And thanks, yeah. in effect, to the Beaver Builder crew for sponsoring this episode, really. <laughs> Not that that's uh, yeah. the arrangement, but it sort of feels a bit like that, doesn't it? So there we go, David. Another episode done. Um, yes. Have you got anything to add before we say sayonara? No, I think that's it. Great. Okay, we yeah. need to come up with a little phrase just for the sake of it, because we do. Um, I'm going to say that I like to eat biscuits. That's it. <laughs> I like to eat biscuits. Do you know, do you know what we should do with this? Uh, we never talked about this. We, we should uh, equate everybody with our local British sayings or something. Oh, that's you know? a good one. Yeah. All right. In which case, forget that. It's not that. It's um, <laughs> what could be a good Yorkshire one. Hey, up. Hey, up. How about that? <laughs> right in AOP, which basically means hello if you live in Yorkshire. We greet each other with AOP, uh, and that's the way of saying hello. So put AOP in the comments, and uh, and we'll you know do nothing of any great significance. But nevertheless, thank you for joining us. It's another long one. It's about 45 minutes or so now. Um, so this has been episode seven, I think, of the WP Builds podcast. Uh, cheesy music on its way. Thanks, David, for joining us one more time. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.